When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And a very good Friday morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again. The Old The Pain podcast, Friday, September 22nd, 2023. And the Joe Beningo The Pain podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company. Buy a needed discount tire. And, of course, our good friends over at DraftKings. We'll do our NFL picks for week three. Uh, coming up later on, my wife, of course, right now uh, leading me. She's 3-2-1 and one so far on the year. She had a 1-1-1 one, one, one week. I went 1-2 and two for the second consecutive week. So I'm two up and four down. So she's got a uh, uh, an edge on me right now, and we'll do that uh, coming up in a little while. We'll open up with the Giants who played the Niners last night in San Francisco. Actually, Santa Clara lost the game 30-12. to 12. I mean, you know. What, what can you say? I mean, this was predictable. You really didn't think the Giants had any shot going up against what I think is the best team in the National Football League. A short three-day you know, three day week after playing Sunday and have to do a quick Thursday turnaround. Saquon Barkley out. Andrew Thomas out. You really, uh, <clears throat> really think didn't think the Giants had any shot, and they really didn't. They, they kept it competitive for a while. They had it at 17-12. At one point in the game, it was still a, a one-score game, 20-12 to 12 in the fourth quarter. But you never – you know, there was no moment at all last night where you thought the Giants had a chance to win a football game. I mean, you never did for a second. Uh, San Francisco basically converted every third down there was. They were 9 for 16 on third down. Seemed like they were a lot better than that. They hit a couple long third downs too, third and 14, third and 12 couple of those third downs were giant penalties that were converted into first downs. And on the other side of the ball, the Giants were only three for 12 on first down, Daniel, uh, on third down. Daniel Jones had a rough night, uh, did not have a good game, only threw for 137 yards. I mean, this was predictable. If you're a Giant fan, uh, you know, you, you could not have expected them to go in and beat this football team. They're just, uh, San Francisco is just too good. There's no other way to say it. Big night for Debo Samuel, over 100 yards, and also caught a touchdown in the game. McCaffrey, uh, Christian McCaffrey, ran for a touchdown, 87 yards rushing in the football game. You know, like I said, you know, if you watch this game last night, there was never a moment that you thought the Giants could come back and win this game. So Giants fall to one up and two down on the season. San Francisco now off to a 3-0 start. Like I said, you know, I've seen him a couple times already this year. I saw him in the opener against Pittsburgh. Saw them last night. They look right now, them and the Dallas Cowboys right now through two weeks, now going into week three, look like the two best teams 
in the National Football League. So the Giants actually get a long break now because they don't play again till a week from Monday when they'll be home, Monday night game against the Seattle Seahawks. So they got a lot of time to rest. Maybe Barkley has enough time between now and then to be able to be ready uh, for that game against uh, Seattle. They're talking about it's not just now. Now we're hearing it's not just a sprained ankle. It's a high ankle sprain. And those are my wife knows well about those. <clears throat> and those are always a little tougher to come back from. But we'll see. But um, nevertheless, the Giants one up and two down after losing last night, 30 to 12 against the San Francisco 49ers on on Thursday night football. As far as the Jets are concerned, I mean, look, this is a game they got to win. I mean, there's no other way to say this. They play the Patriots on Sunday. The weather's not supposed to be any good. The Jets have to win this game. They've lost 14 straight to the Patriots. Belichick and company have basically over the last, you know, 25 years basically dusted the Jets in every way, you know, every way, shape, and form. Uh, It's time. It's time. This is a game the Jets have to win. I, I really believe, I know it's only week three of the National Football League season, but I believe this is a game the Jets absolutely have to have. If they don't win this game, they're in big trouble. I mean, there's no other way to say it. You got the Kansas City Chiefs coming in next week. You got to go out to play Denver uh, in a couple weeks. Never an easy place to play. I know Denver's 0-2, but you got to believe at some point, Sean Payton's going to get it figured out there with the Broncos. Then they play the Eagles after that, a team the Jets have never beaten, even though the game's at home. Uh, and then they go right into the bye after that. And then, of course, that game with the Giants. So, you know, if they don't win this game against New England, I think you're looking at a 1-5, 2-4 start to the season. The Jets need to be 3-3 three and three by the time they get to the bye. 3-3 three and three minimum by the time they get to the bye. They got to win this football game. You know, this is not the Patriots of old. Patriots come into the game 0-2. Now, you know Belichick. <clears throat> is got his foot right up the rear end of his football team this week. It's Jets week. You know, he never wants to lose to the Jets. Everybody knows Belichick absolutely hates the Jets. We all know it. And I've even said this to the coach, and I've been back and forth a little bit with the coach after the uh, Dallas game. This game, this is personal now. I mean, you have, if you're Robert Sala, if you're the New York Jets, you have to look at this football game as personal against New England. That's it. There's no more gray area no more. You can't lose anymore to this team. And I don't like what I've heard from some people. Like I heard Source Gardner say this week, well, we weren't around for all those 14 games. Oh, but you were around for the two you lost last year. I hate when I hear crap like that. Yeah, okay. But the, the same old, same old. So what's the difference? Yeah, everybody's lost to them over the last, you know, eight years now. Four, yeah, actually seven, 14 straight losses. <clears throat> And Sal is 0-4 against Belichick. And as I pointed out to the coach, Belichick put 50 freaking four on you two years ago. He couldn't wait to run it up, and he'd love to run it up on you again. This is not the Patriots of old. This is not Tom Brady. This is not Rob Gronkowski. This is not Teddy Bruschi and Richard Seymour and Ty Law and Mike Vrabel, all right? You got to go in there and beat this team. Mac Jones isn't any good. They have nobody on offense that scares you. They still have a good defense. I understand Zach Wilson against any defense, and you're going to be nervous about it. But I got to see the defense come up big here. I mean, come on. They stunk last week against Dallas. We all know that. They got pushed around by the Cowboys. You can you can, you can, can sugarcoat it any way you want. The bottom line was last week the Dallas Cowboys pushed around the Jet defense. The Jets had a couple chances to make plays with turnovers. They couldn't do it. Source Gardner dropped a sure 
pick six touchdown interception that would have changed the dynamic of the game and would have gave the Jets a 14-10 lead at that point. There's no gray area no more for this team. They got to win this game. That's it. And if they lose this game, you're looking at another 6-7 win season. That's what you're looking at. And I got to say this, too. You know, Robert Sal and I, I, I think he's one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. But as I've told him myself, maybe that's his biggest problem. He's got to start winning some freaking football games. I mean, let, let's be real about it. His record, what's his record? 12 and 24 in two years and two games? 12 and 24. That ain't cutting it. And you got to stick it to Belichick here. And this this game is personal. I mean, I, again, I can't emphasize that enough, man. You know Belichick takes, takes every Jet game personal. And it's time for Robert Sala and Jeff Umbrick and Nathaniel Hackett and everybody on this football team to start taking these Patriot games personal. The one guy that made a statement that I liked was Garrett Wilson, who, you know, is probably the best player on the team right now. I mean, we all know how great he is. And he said, it's unacceptable. We can't keep losing to this team in our division. You win this game and it changes everything. It puts you with two and one with two wins in the division over Buffalo in the England. And it sets you up for, you know, get me, get me just one of the next three games and get me to three and three for the bye, and the Jets are sitting in pretty good shape. If they lose this game, like I said, you're looking at one and five, two and four going into the bye, and 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 really uh, a team in a lot of freaking trouble. I mean, there's no other way to say it. So I expect a big game out of the defense here. I expect this team to show up, and let's go. Let's kick some tail. This is the time. New England's not good. They're 0-2. Let's go make them 0-3. I mean, enough already with this, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm livid about this game, and I can't. Again, I can't emphasize enough that this is personal. And I talked, I, I said this too to the coach. If they lose this game, the fallout from this game will be dramatic. The fan base will be okay. Here we go, same old, same old Jets again. You'll be hearing the same negativity in the media. You know. All these media guys who want to see the Jets lose anyway, even though they try to tell you differently. You know, that's nonsense. So this is a game they got to win. There's no there's no other way to put it. So we'll see what happens this week. But um, you got to go out there and you got to play. You got to win, play winning football here. It's going to be lousy weather. I don't know if that helps the Jets or not. It actually worries me a little bit with Zach Wilson, to be honest. And here's something else you got, we got to see. How about them? You got to run the football here. This team with Wilson at quarterback has to play big. If they're going to win, they have to play big-time defense, and they got to be able to run the football, which they didn't last week against Dallas. Brees Hall's got to get more than four freaking carries. Dalvin Cook's got to get the football, and he was terrible last week. Had a big fumble as well. But Dalvin Cook's got to get the football more than he than he than he did last week. We got to see some short passes out of the backfield to those two guys, you know. And we got to get the ball to Garrett Wilson. He's open all day. <clears throat> He caught the one long touchdown pass catch and run on that slant from Wilson, 68 yards from from Zach Wilson. He's open all day. He had that one play where he had Tavon Diggs completely turned around, unfortunately, because of the offensive line, which has been brutal. Demarcus Lawrence not it caught uh, Zach's arm as he threw it, and it turned into an incompletion about what a bit of touchdown because, like I said, Garrett Wilson was open all day on Sunday. You got to get him the football. You got to find ways to make sure that you get your best player, which is number 17. You got to get him the damn football. 
So we'll see what happens on Sunday. I, I just think I, I'm just a little worried that the Jets and the coaching staff are taking this game a little too freaking lightly. I know this is only week three, but this is a monster football game. And I'm telling you right now, if they lose this game, get ready, Jet fans, for this season to spiral completely out of control. I'm, I'm, um, I hate to sound this way, but I'm scared, you know what, of this football game. I'm worried about it. And look, the Jets are three-point underdogs. Three-point underdogs at home against an 0-2 Patriot team. What does that tell you? Do you realize that the Jets have not been favored yet? They were underdogs against Buffalo at home, obviously underdogs against the Cowboys. They're underdogs again this week against New England, and no matter what they do against the Patriots, they're going to be underdogs next week too against the Chiefs at home. Let's be honest. In fact, there's a good chance that they may not be favored in any game going into the bye. <laughs> right? I mean, let's be real, which doesn't mean anything, but you got to win. So I, I don't know what else to say, man. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, up, I'm concerned. I'm nervous. This is a football game this team absolutely has to have. This 14-game winning streak has to stop, and it has to stop on Sunday. Uh, what else What else can I say? What else can I say? I, I don't know. I'm just, uh, it's, you know, it's very tough being a freaking Jet fan. There's no doubt about it. And as I said, to, I mentioned this also to the coach. Now, Tuesday is my birthday. I'll be 70 on Tuesday. 70 freaking, oh, my God. Man, am I old. I'm an old freaking dude. I look in the mirror and I say, man, you are an old, you are an ugly old freaking bastard. No, it's true. I'm telling you. We're walking. Thank God we are walking. Thank God my wife's listening. Hear my wife screaming and stuff. Thank God I got style and charm. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because nobody out kicked the coverage more than I did. Never tell you this. I got to tell you a quick story. This is a funny story. So. My wife and I, we were at the Super Bowl, and that's like 10 years ago already. It was the, it was in Arizona. It was the Patriots-Seattle Super Bowl, the game where Pete Carroll made the worst coaching decision in the history of the NFL. <laughs> Don't give the ball to Marshawn on the one-yard line. Let's throw a pass. And we know how that worked out. And it cost them winning back-to-back Super Bowls, but nevertheless. So I guess it was the Friday before the game, right? And we're sitting. We're in the hotel. It was actually bad weather. I mean, only, only, only I – can go to Arizona and have it rain, right? Like it never rains in ever, ever, ever in Arizona. But it goes out there, rain. I also was in LA when it rained. I mean, you can't make it up. I mean, it's just, you know, unbelievable. Anyway, so we're sitting at the bar and Gil Brandt, the great, you know, cowboy personnel guy, you know, all those years with Dallas, who just passed away actually a couple of weeks ago. Um, I forget how old he was, in the high 80s, I guess. Yeah, 80 something. So sitting at the bar, I'm with there with my wife, you know, Gil Brandt's there, a couple other, you know, NFL people are around. And I go up to him, I say, hey, Gil, how you doing? You know, he's like, and he goes, this is my, I guess I introduced Terry to him. This is my wife, Terry. Here you go. He looks at me, he goes, boy, did you outkick the coverage? I'll never forget that. In fact, that's happened twice. <clears throat> There's been two instances now with sports people that have made this statement about me and my wife, how I have outkicked the coverage, right? <laughs> Gil Brandt was one, and the other one was Bobby Valentine. Oh, my God. We were at, we were at the uh, uh, Joe Torre golf outing a number of years ago, Evan and I, when we were I together. Young. You were young, yeah, right? We were, a couple <laughs> of years ago, we were covering that, right? And Bobby Valentine was there, and I know Bobby a long time, you know, when he was managing the Mets and all. I had him on <clears throat> a number of times. 
in the overnight years. So I know Bobby. And I introduced Bobby to my wife. And he goes, boy, did you outkick the coverage. <laughs> so both Gil Brandt and Bobby Valentine with the same comment. So there you go. But uh, nevertheless, uh, the Jets better win this freaking game on Sunday. I mean, I, I, what else can I tell you? But uh, I did mention this to the coach. Coach, I'm going to be 70 years old. The only present that I want for my 70th birthday, beat the effing Patriots, please. Okay? All right? <laughs> All right. Beningo, the Yoda Payne podcast. Oh, my God. All right, let's uh, <clears throat> let's get some sponsors in here. <clears throat> Let me have a little drink of water. Nothing like Poland. Hear that? Hear that water there? <laughs> Poland Springs. Nice. All right. We'll start. Our, our boys, our, our friends at the Hackensack Brewing Company. Uh, by the way, let me, I'll, I'll give you this information. October 13th, Friday the 13th, will be our next live podcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company. And the special guest will be Fireman Ed Anzalone. So Ed will be with us October 13th. You want to make your plans now. Uh, should be terrific. The next live podcast at the uh, Hackensack Brewing Company. And you know the deal. It's located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4 in Who Needs a House out in Hackensack. Um, the tap room's open 4.30 to 10, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10, Saturday, 12 to 8. Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack. Check out everybody there. Mike Jones, TJ, who does such a great job, uh, and my Oda Payne beer. Make sure you check that out. I guess they're back. we're back into the green now for the Jets for the football season with the Jet Colors, see Herb and Andre and everybody there, the Hackensack Brewing Company. And again, October 13th, Friday the 13th, our next live podcast with the one and only Fireman Ed Anzalone. And, of course, Anita Discount Tire, you know the deal. Uh, go see my son Johnny. Go see his boss, Ari. You need work done on your car. You need tires. You need your car inspected. Whatever you need or your automotive needs are, go see Anita Discount Tire, Rivervale, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue. Tell them Beningo sent you. They will take care of you. And, of course, DraftKings, our, our buddies at DraftKings, you know the deal. Football, of course, back in full swing. Got another week of big games, epic games. And you know that DraftKings has got you covered for every single one of them. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Uh, nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in the uh, NFL Week 3 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use code OTHEPAIN, O-H-T-H-E-P-A-I-N. By the way, thank my daughter, Sam, for sending me a nice birthday present. It is a nice black wool cap with the green lettering OTHEPAIN, of course. Uh, but anyway, OTHEPAIN to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code O the Pain, O-H-T-H-E-P-A-I-N. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.sot1800gambler.net in New York. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or you can text to HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for uh, problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsible, uh, responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, which is in Kansas because it's KS. What else could it be? 
<laughs> My wife's laughing. 21 plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in ONT, which has got to be Ontario. Who wants to go there? Not me. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gambling, uh, gambling, ga- terms and responsible gaming sources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Okay, here we go. The segment everybody is waiting for. All right. Um, my wife will say hello to everybody as I go out and get a chair for her as we get ready to do her podcast, to do her picks. Here we go. Are we ready? Say hello to everybody. Tag ahead. Hello, everyone. The most awaited segment, right? I'm sure. We're all fucked up here. Benico grabbing the chair. All right, here we go. Got it. Here we go for week three. The drum roll. All right. I was two and four last week. Um, excuse me. I'm two and four for the season. One and two last week. My only win was the Cardinals, who covered against the Giants. Should have won the game outright. Blew a 28-7 lead. So I won with the Cardinals getting four against the Giants, who won by three. I lost with the Lions, who lost in overtime to the Seahawks. And lost with the Jets. We know what happened uh, with them with Dallas. I did win the knockout pool, so I advanced. I had Buffalo against the Raiders. So two and four so far in the year. Two and oh in the knockouts. Terry last week <laughs> went one, one, and one. She's three, two, and one for the season. Uh, she uh, lost with the Texans against the Colts. They got blown out. She won with the Chiefs, who beat the Jaguars, laying three and a half, and pushed with the Saints. The Saints had that late backdoor push. They were up by eight late in the game. Or excuse me, they were up 20 to, I shouldn't say eight. They were up 20 to nine late in the game and basically let the Panthers walk right down the field for a touchdown. They got the two-point conversion. Final score was 20 to 17. So it turned into a push. Terry won one and one. Last week, three, two and one for the year. Here we go for week number three. Okay, we'll start out. With the, I'm taking, I'm back to the Lions again. I lost with the Lions last week as they lost at home to the Seahawks in overtime. I like them this week laying three at home against Atlanta. I know Atlanta's 2 and 0, but I still think the Lions are one of the best teams in the National Football League. I'm going back to them. I can't see them losing again at home. And I can't see the Falcons starting 3 and 0. I just don't. I know, I know they played good, good football, had a nice come from behind win last week against the Packers at home. Uh, I still don't buy Ritter at quarterback. Give me Detroit laying three at home against Atlanta to bounce back after the loss last week against Seattle. Taylor, you want to get, get your first game in there? Yep. I'm picking the Ravens. I'm getting minus seven and a half. You're laying seven and I'm a half. I'm laying <clears throat> seven and a half at home against the Colts. So we'll see. Hopefully. I will continue. <laughs> and, of course, Gardner Minshew starts this game instead yeah. of Anthony Richardson, who's out with the concussion. Minshew is a live backup quarterback. You know that. Uh, but the Ravens have looked very good so far coming off that win, the opening win over Houston, and then last week over the Bengals in Cincinnati. So the Ravens are 2-0 right now. The Colts sitting at uh, one up and one down as they beat the Texans last week. All right. Game two for me. I am going to go with the uh, – as I get my uh, my thing back here. I'm laying the big wood in game two. I'm taking the Chiefs, and I'm laying 13 against the Bears in Kansas City. Chiefs have not looked great so far. I mean, they, they lose opening day to the Lions. 
They they beat uh, Jacksonville last week, but they didn't look great doing it. Kelsey's back, did catch a touchdown pass. They beat him 17-9 in Jacksonville. Uh, Chris Jones is back as well after his holdout. The Bears aren't any good. I mean, I know a lot of people love Justin Fields. I'm not one of them. I think the Chiefs blowing him out. Blow him out. 13 points is a, is a big number, but I can see the Chiefs winning this game like 28 to 3, 35 to 10. Uh, I love Kansas City uh, laying 13 at home against the Bears. So give me the Chiefs laying the big number 13 against the Bears at home in Kansas City. Tara, game two. Well, <clears throat> I hope I'm not going to have the Beningo curse continue. <laughs> I am taking the Jets. God help us all. Indeed. Yes. I'm getting three at home against the dreaded, dreaded Patriots. God, we got to kick their rear ends. Mm. I pray. The evil empire. We win. Remember when the Yankees used to be the evil empire? The evil empire now is the Patriots if you're a Jet fan. I can't wait to see Belichick in his hoodie with that constipated, disgusted look when the Jets, I pray to God, Kick their butts. Mm. They've only lost 14 in a row. To I them, know. So, so you know. we'll see. All right. So Terry taking. <laughs> <clears throat> I took the Jets actually both times in a week, the first two weeks. I won against Buffalo and obviously lost against Dallas. <clears throat> so Terry picking up the Beningo slack. So she's taking the Jets in the three at home. That's game two for her. Finally, game three, I'm going to the Monday night. We got another double head of Monday night. We got the Bucks and the Eagles on ABC at 7 o'clock. We got the um, the uh, Bengals and the Rams on CBS, uh, CBS on uh, ESPN at 8 o'clock. I like the Bucks getting five and a half at home against Philly. You know, I, I don't love what I've – Philly's 2-0, and oh, but I don't love what I've seen from Philly so uh, so far. You know, they were able – in, in week one, they were able to uh, to get by and, and beat New England uh, in week one. They didn't look great at beating Minnesota last week on a Thursday night. And Tampa's 2-0. and I mean, Baker Mayfield is playing terrific football. Defense is playing well. I like what I see from Tampa so far. So I'm taking – I'm getting a big number. I don't know if they're going to win this game. But, I'm. you know, you, you're at home. You're in Tampa. You're getting five and a half. I mean, I can see the Eagles winning this game by three points, something like that. So give me the Bucks plus five and a half on Monday night at home against Philly. Tag game three. Well, this is the first for us. That we're actually going head to head on this game. I'm taking the Eagles. So, laying five and a half, we'll see what happens. But it's our first head to head ever <laughs> in our pick segment. So far. So that's far. Right. So, my, my wife going with Jalen Hurts over Baker Mayfield uh, in this football game. All right. So, uh, as far as my knockout pick, I'm taking the Chiefs as well. I'm taking the Chiefs uh, laying the 13, but I'm also taking them in a knockout pool against the Bears. So I'm t- I'm, uh, I've am i advanced with two weeks. Remember, I won the first week with the Ravens over Houston. I won last week with Buffalo over the Raiders. They spanked them 38-10. to 10. So I'm going with the Chiefs in the knockout pool for week three. So the Beningo picks for week three in the National Football League. Give me the Lions laying three at home against the Falcons. Give me the Chiefs laying the big number 13 at home against the Bears. Give me the Bucks at home getting five and a half against the Eagles. And give me the Chiefs uh, over the Bears in the knockout pool. Taylor, you want to give us your picks again for the week? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm taking the Ravens. Laying, laying seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yep. At home against yep. the Colts. Yep. 
God help us. I'm taking the Jets. Jet fans, don't kill me if they lose, but if they win, hallelujah. If they win, um, she'll be taking them every week. <laughs> you know they're going to be a big underdog against the Chiefs no matter what happens this week. So, so I'm taking the Jets. <clears throat> Give me plus three at home against the dreaded Patriots. And we're going head-to-head. I'm taking the Eagles, laying five and a half against the Bucks on Monday night. Yep, we're going head-to-head in that one. All right, so the Joe Beningo, Terry Beningo picks, <laughs> National Football League picks, uh, uh, pro football picks week three in the National Football League. couple things before we uh, we go. Real good weekend in college. Remember last week was kind of a weak, weak uh, slate of college football games. This week you got a bunch of real good games. Uh, first of all, you got Rutgers playing against Michigan at Michigan. Rutgers at 3-0 going up against the undefeated Wolverines as well. I believe Jim Harbaugh comes back after his three-game suspension here for Michigan. So uh, don't hold your breath that Rutgers is going to continue their undefeated ways as they go to the big house uh, to play the Wolverines. How about uh, the undefeated Colorado Buffaloes, uh, Coach Prime and company? They're 3-0 and after their uh, tougher-than-expected win last week over Colorado State. They go to Oregon to play the Ducks this week in Eugene. They're a 20-point underdog, and we'll see if the Buffs can continue uh, their uh, tremendous play so far through the first three weeks of the season. Probably the biggest game on the slate is tomorrow night at South Bend, Ohio State, Notre Dame at South Bend. Both teams undefeated so far. Both teams 3-0. and Should be a very, very interesting game there on uh, national TV. So, uh, certainly uh, looking forward to that one. Also in the SEC, uh, you got uh, Alabama, who is 2-1. And, and uh, they haven't been rolling too good, as they were fortunate to get by last week over South Florida. They beat them 17-3. to Did not look good, as Saban has all kinds of quarterback problems there at Alabama. So you got that game coming up, Ole Miss against Alabama in that one. And then, of course, the big one in the ACC, Florida State at Clemson. Uh, to play the uh, Clemson Tigers. So that's an early game. So you got a real good slate of college football games uh, coming up this week. So uh, check it out tomorrow, Saturday, in the college football world. All right, I want to thank everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget, again, uh, uh, set your calendars, October 13th, the next live podcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company. Fireman Ed will be, be with us. Uh, everybody, enjoy your weekend. Check me out tomorrow at 10 on my uh, Saturday morning soiree on WFAN. And we'll talk Monday to break down the weekend's football. Let's go, Jets. Everybody enjoy your rainy weekend. All the love.